live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Don't Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solomon this morning in the Fargo studio, and I have with me a lovely person that I've heard a lot on the radio, <laughs> and I've passed by you at various events, yes. and I've met you, Heather, but it's wonderful to be sitting next yeah. to you this morning as a co-host. So. Yeah, I'm Heather Kara. I'm usually in the Sioux Falls broadcasting area, but I came up for the, ba- the banquet on Monday. Decided to hang around in the main office for a little while before heading back home. So. It wasn't that you got stuck in the blizzard yesterday? No, I planned on it. Okay. So it worked out well. What did you do yesterday with your uh, blizzardy day? Just came into work like normal. Okay, okay <laughs> wonderful. Well, why don't we start this morning with a prayer, and I'm going to let you okay. go ahead and lead that. Sounds good. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers works, joys, and sufferings of this day, for all the intentions of your sacred heart, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, for the salvation of souls, the reparation of sins, the reunion of all Christians, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father this month. Amen. Amen. Name Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. When in doubt, go for an oldie. That's right. Golden oldie. Those are good. Um, well, you know, uh, it's so nice that we can interview guests from afar and all the, the technology we have, mm-hmm. but we always love it when we get to have guests in studio. I know. And we have a very special guest this morning. Her name is Janessa Philippi. Did, tell me, did, am I saying that right? I've only known you for how Spot many Spot on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we should have brought a crown because she, she's being honored by something very, very special. She was nominated as the 2024 Minnesota Mother of the Year. And in part for her founding of Down Home, which is a ministry that furnishes beds and other items for people working to get out of poverty. And so we're going to talk with you this morning, Janessa, about the honor and also the impactful work of Down Home in our local community. So maybe you could just start by telling us a little bit about yourself. And yeah, who, who are you, especially Absolutely. as a mom? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Roxanne and Heather. Pleasure to be with you this morning. Yes, my name is Janessa Philippi. I grew up in northwestern Minnesota, transplanted here through college. My husband and I have been married, Jake, and I have been married for 22 years. Four children, ages between nine and almost 19. Yay! I know, right? (laughs) And back in the fall of 2017, I was in as a school counselor at Washington Elementary here in Fargo, Previous to that, I was an elementary school counselor for the John Paul II Catholic Schools here in Fargo. So I know many um, incredible, really, families in our community. Through my work, though, seeing a gap in in our community, Mm -hmm. and that was those families striving to emerge from homelessness while they were able to pay for for food, clothing, pay for rent, things like that. Um, they aren't able to make their empty space into a home. So that is the root of Down Home, divinely inspired in 2017. And here I am now full-time in that position. I know, like, I, I interviewed you when, just shortly after Down Home started, and there were some stories, some particular stories of, of students that you'd met and just how you were brought into their hearts and kind of their lives through being a counselor and can you share any of those stories that sort of were the seeds for starting 
changing your whole trajectory and deciding that you were going to dedicate your life to something that was really kind of a risk as far as, yeah, you're just going into the unknown, but your heart is, has been touched. Yes. Going back to 2017, not knowing what we were being called to do. We remember, I remember asking our children the question, what makes our house a home? Because I, we knew that the Lord was calling us to something, but we needed greater clarity on that. And as our children started answering the questions of, well, the blankets and pillows that we snuggle with, the, our bed that we sleep on, the table that we eat at, recognizing that families emerging from homelessness truly go home to empty spaces. And this mm-hmm. was the reality that was, I was seeing as an elementary counselor. We served our very first family on December 23rd, 2017. And although we thought maybe this was a once in every, you know, a month, once a year situation that we would help and fill this gap, we recognized really quickly that the Lord was calling us to more. And in that very first family that we served, it was really overwhelming to experience the reveal portion of it. What happens in a nutshell is we go into their space after they've secured it and measure out that empty space. We go back to our now warehouse that we have and we utilize thousands of different donations to be able to put into that space. And within about an hour and a half, we transform an empty space into a beautiful and dignified home. And at the reveal is when we are witness to that experience. And we're really entering into people's lives in a very vulnerable time. Because these are oftentimes single mothers with children who truly have nothing more than the clothes that they're carrying in bags and things that they are able to fit into their closets. And so kiddos, they're eating their meals, either using the kitchen counter or they're on the floor, sleeping on the floor night after night. So to be able to be there for the reveal Mm -hmm. and to hear the children say things like, oh my goodness, it's so bright in here. Mom, we finally have a table to eat at. And to be witness to the final reveal is of the mother's bedroom or of the families who, you know, the people that we're serving and oftentimes as I mentioned it's a single mother and the tears of relief you are able to hug a person and love a person in a way that is so tangible we are truly boots on the ground for the Lord in our community through this work and it's humbling to be a part of it it's hard to truly encapsulate in words what the Lord is doing through Down Home. I was on a trip to D.C. for the March for Life one year, and it's a long trip. It's 25 hours each way. You don't get to stop and stay at a hotel. You sleep on the bus, and for an older person, (laughs) I think I had to go to the chiropractor. I'm serious, like, after the last time I I did that. Um, But it just, it just, I don't know, there was something about it that I just was at kind of my wits end, or just, I, yeah, I didn't have anything left. And so we went to the Basilica was our last our last stop and I ended up laying down on a bench in front of one of the Marian uh, shrines Mm. and I I think that was when I became aware of the value of having a place to lay your head Mm -hmm. and how they you know Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head and it's made me um, I just I don't know it just hit me how 
important it is and how much we take for granted our beds and our pillows and our blankets and a place to lay our head at mm-hmm. night or even the t- the dinner table you know they say mm-hmm. that that's the pl- the place like to gather your family mm-hmm. and that's so important mm-hmm. and if you don't have that how do you you know where where are you working from you're kind of working off of the scraps and the fumes of life you're mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. living life in abundance how Jesus promised so i i, I feel like you're you're trying to bring abundance that abundance Absolutely. Down Home, as I said, is truly a gift to our community in that we're able to utilize thousands of incredible donations to transform these empty spaces into homes for families, yet also utilize volunteers. We actually have two movements that are happening right now for two different families and utilizing incredible movers and shakers in our community who get to be witness to the power of our community and truly being the team of muscle that goes in and do the transformation and to be able to be there to help the families that we serve even see that there's more, that hope that we instill in them because down home is furniture, decor, and so much more beyond the move-in day. Then we have incredible partnerships with other nonprofits and other businesses that help with internet services, that, that provide free family photography, that help with birthday packages to celebrate. We provide a down-home Christmas event where we give each family that we've served in the current year a Christmas tree package. We come together, celebrate the gift of down-home and each other. So looking back to uh, when you first asked your family those questions, what makes our home a home? What was the catalyst for you to even ask your family those questions? We were at the lake prior to that, and I was reading a book. I, liked, I love to read inspirational books, and I truly had this stirring that I didn't know what it was, and it was a wrestling inside. My husband and I had talked about helping in our community in different ways, more on the for-profit side, and I have, we had, had never thought of the nonprofit side And I looked at my husband. I was really nervous. I could feel the spirit prompting me, and I I truly didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth. And this is what came out. I said, the Lord is calling us to something. (laughs) And as any good husband would ask, (laughs) what is he calling us to? (laughs) And I said, I don't know, yet we need to dig into this further. And that's where we asked this question of our children. And within a month, the Lord had revealed a name down home, which is, there's a song by the band Alabama. <laughs> and this, and a part of that goes down home where we, they know, we know you by name and treat you like family. Folks know when they're falling on hard times, they can fall back on those of us raised up down home. And one of the catalysts behind this as well is that there was a wrestling inside of me since I was working in the Catholic school system of not being able to tap into the family unit. As an elementary counselor, I was able to work with a child in school, yet never reach into the family unit. And down home allows that. Mm. I, I was going to comment on that family aspect too. And <clears throat> Getting back to why you're here today, which is we wanted to hear about Down Home, of course. And you can go to down-home.org to find out more and to help. And certainly to pray for those mm-hmm. those uh, 
re is it a reveal today that's happening? Or it is. There's yeah. two families that will be served yeah, today. So yes. we can have all of you praying for this <laughs> and those yeah. families today have extra graces. But, but also you were, um, well, it was the National Organization American Mothers Incorporated, which leads a nomination and selection process recognizing mothers and their positive impact in their homes and communities each year. And you were honored as the 2024 mm -hmm. Minnesota Mother of the Year. Um, this is an honor that's been going on since 1935. That's Incredible. when my dad was born. Wow. Um, so were you expecting this? or? And then also I want to know how your kids have responded. But I love <laughs> that they've been a part of this whole thing. But how are they? Do you wear a crown at yes, home? Yes, no. <laughs> they do like to tease me about it. Yeah, M-O-T-Y. Okay. M-O-T-Y. M-O-T-Y. For such a time as this, Esther 414, the Lord is on the move through Down Home. And this honor is an opportunity is a humbling opportunity to be able to see what more the Lord has in store through this work. I've had a privilege to be able to be witness to MOTYs, Mothers of the Year, <laughs> through the work of Down Home. You will have the privilege to be able to meet Wendy shortly. And Wendy is just one of the hundreds of mothers who are truly Mothers of the Year because they persevere when faced with extreme barriers in regards to, first of all, experiencing homelessness or leaving a really unfortunate situation and leaving everything behind in order to offer more in sometimes another city away from any familiarity. I mean, the resilience behind those that I get to meet along this journey is truly why I'm here and mm -hmm. in and why I do believe that, yes, I wasn't expecting Mother of the Year, yet I can see how the Lord is using it for his glory. Absolutely. And I absolutely love, we're going to talk later with some women who went to the Domestica, Ecclesia Domestica retreat. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's all about the heart of the, the, uh, the mother and, and Jesus and his mother. And I just love how your heart was broken open in an unexpected way. I was just thinking about your husband and, and going, oh, no, what's she up to? <laughs> you know? But your whole family has taken part, and I, I, I'm sure there's so much more to the story to, to share. But um, one question before we go to break. Uh, have there been any surprises, would you say? The, well, the biggest? Yeah. yeah. Through Down Home on the Grow, we now are, we have eight staff members building capacity and confidence for so much more. Lots of surprises along the way in regards to when God wants to get something done. Just hang on, hang on, <laughs> and cling to your faith. That's awesome. Well, coming up next on Real Presence Live, we'll hear from someone who personally has been impacted by the good work of Down Home. So Wendy Stuchinski joins us in studio to share her story when Real, Live, Real Presence Live continues. So stay tuned. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Bishop John Folda of the Diocese of Fargo. The season of Lent is a season of grace and conversion. Just as Jesus spent 40 days in the desert, we spend the 40 days of Lent as a kind of retreat, opening our hearts to God. It's a time for prayer, for penance, and for almsgiving. A time to unite ourselves more completely to Jesus. And we do this in a special way through the sacraments of reconciliation and the Eucharist. May this holy season of Lent 
be a time of blessing for us all. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. While God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors, He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Umary.edu. That's umary.edu. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, thanks for sticking with us. We're so happy to be with you this morning. This is Roxanne Solonen, your co-host, along and with... I'm Heather Caro. Yes, and we are having a wonderful discussion with Minnesota's Mother of the Year. Mother of the Year. 2024. Something we all strive for. You make it sound so <laughs> official. We need yes. to have a song that goes along with it. That's Mother right. of the Year. <laughs> you know. Some yes. ding, ding, ding. While you all were getting more coffee and going to the bathroom or whatever you were doing, we, we uh, invited another guest into the studio. So our chairs are all filled up here. We have Wendy Stachinsky with us this morning. Welcome, Wendy. Correct. And you actually said my name really good. So oh, I thank you because I struggle <laughs> with names. So, but it's not so bad. It really isn't. It looks worse than it is. How's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, well, we were talking before the break about um, down home and uh, Janessa's recent honor, and now um, we're going to have Wendy kind of share a little bit about mm-hmm. how she's been impacted by down home. So, um, tell us a little bit about Down Home and how it's helped you and what it means to you. What yeah. was your experience in meeting um, Janessa and the gang? So I moved here in 2018 and um, kind of was just starting over again and didn't really have much. And me and my daughter both moved here. Um, I She just entered kindergarten and the school system, uh, one, of, one of the administrators reached out and said, hey, you should apply with down home and I was like oh okay what's that and they said well they kind of help you with getting started over again and um finding your place and um getting you uh, like empowerment training and stuff like that with you know helping you get in the right mindset again and um I had nothing but amazing things (laughs) to say um we had a group of ladies that were amazing we shared our stories um we learned how to 
embrace who we are to realize our worth and value and that we were all beautiful people and it was it was hard to to grasp we all were crying quite a bit Mm -hmm. um but we learned to kind of rewire our brain to be stronger to um really value ourselves and to put ourselves out there and it helped me I think a lot with joining the workforce here and um going into the relationship that I did with my now husband and um I think a lot of us have dealt with like broken relationships whether it be with our families or um even with spouses I think a lot of women have to deal with things that they don't talk about so we were able to discuss those things and I really appreciate down home for being there for for that for us and for being able to help me with getting anything that I needed for my home as well. So, I, I mean, I didn't come here with anything except for my clothes. So mm-hmm. it was it was such a blessing. And you can really see God working through this company and through Janessa. She's such a blessing. So, I mean, I couldn't think of anybody else who would deserve this as much as she does right now. She's, she's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just... Thank you for coming because I know like to, to, to come forward and say I was served by this organization. But, you know, I just want to encourage you in that we're, everyone is wounded. Everyone has had times where we're either giving or receiving, yeah. you know, and when, when we were when people have given to us, then we can give to others. With one really beautiful thing about what you're saying, which I didn't realize, is the community that you kind mm-hmm. of build up. We haven't even talked about that part, but share a little bit about how you're bringing people together, too. That's a whole other aspect of it. Yes. Through our programming, we do have two different sides to it. And one side is the empower up side that Wendy went through in 2018. Beyond those sessions that Wendy was speaking to, we do offer all sorts of opportunities to be able to enter into more through the down-home family. And so I don't know if, Wendy, if you want to share a little bit more about how you have entered into opportunities within our community and additional resources. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm just thinking of our down-home Christmas event and other families that you've met along the way. Yeah, so we, um, it's kind of nice because they put together a Christmas every year for us, and we get to meet, you know, people who've been through the programs as well. And um, it's nice just to feel like a part of something and know that you have this family, this <laughs> people of understanding. And um, it's been kind of a blessing that uh, I've been trying to break out on my own with uh, baking from home. And they've been so supportive, um, having me cater their events and... Um, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I've been able to reach out through the community and I also donate to a memory cafe once a month as mm-hmm. well. So it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, and uh, just, I'm envisioning you coming to, s- to Fargo with a five-year-old, mm-hmm. with nothing except the clothes on your back. And I think about how courageous you must have been to do that. And also how desperate you must have been. Yeah, it was a hard place. Um, I tried starting over again, living with my mother in Oregon, mm-hmm. um, but she was in a 55-plus community and couldn't keep me on very longer. I got a, 
on all the assistance that I needed, um, got a job right away, but just couldn't find a place to live. So it was pretty much, luckily I had friends here and, um, they were like, Hey, you know, it's easy to get a job here and live here. Um, it's easier than it is on the coast. Uh, the West coast is really expensive now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had next to nothing and I was starting over again and, um, it was a very desperate time. It was at her woman's shelter, pretty much. So I was willing to try anything to give a good life to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I had a panic attack when I moved here. But honestly, I feel like God has put me here for a reason. And he's continually been present in my life. And I've seen his hand in all things. I feel like everything has come naturally since I've been here. I haven't had the struggles that I used to, and it's been such a breath of fresh air. So, <laughs> tell me about the first time uh, you walked into your own space and you had your own stuff. You know, you had your own bed, you had your own blankets, things that are so very personal and important to not only comfort but to feel safe. Tell us about that first time. Um. I mean, you can't help but break into tears that you have that stuff that you can claim, again, as a place that's comforting and home and something that, you know, can brighten your space and make you feel welcome and special again. And um, to be able to be comfortable in bed again. And um, it's, it's, it really, it is a blessing. And Sorry, I can't, like, it's, yeah. it's a good experience. Hard to put it into words. Yeah, I think it's amazing that so many people here in this community have experienced that through Janessa. Well, and I think, too, that the, the image that we all have of somebody who needs help doesn't always look like what we think it should. So if there's somebody out there listening to us right now who is struggling like you did, what would you say to them? It's really hard to ask for help, especially when you need it. And I think it's you want to be able to do this stuff for yourself, but sometimes you have to take a step back and realize that you do need that helping hand. And it is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything less of you. It just means sometimes you need to let God jump in and help. Um, It's that whole proverbial, like, you know, Jesus is knocking at that door, but you got to open it, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you have, to, there's times that you have to let people help you. And it's a hard lesson to learn, but it's such a blessing when you do. I think there's a lot of people that carry pride around. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. to be in a vulnerable place is really, really scary. But if we aren't at some point in our lives, we won't ever touch God. And I love how you're, how you're sharing how you saw God's hand in that, too. Um, because we see his tenderness and his great love. And I think it's harder for us sometimes to see that if we think we have everything we need and mm-hmm. we're taking care of ourselves and we've, whatever, we take ownership of the fact that, but God has given us everything. And, and to see that in action is so beautiful. When you don't have very much, you learn how to start counting your blessings and seeing mm-hmm. these things. So it became very apparent to me that 
his hand was in these things and that's why I continually bring it up because I feel extremely blessed. And then Janessa, you get to see these different relationships grow and I'm, you're, I'm sure you're growing through that too, right? I mean, there's a selfishness maybe in a good way towards doing something like this. I don't know. Absolutely. Down Home has been a gift to me and to everyone who enters into it. And our stronghold is Luke 9.16. It's the miracle of the loaves and the fish. And it's the reminder that with our little, the Lord can and will do immeasurably more. As a nonprofit, we need to cling to that because it's a wild ride. And as it is for those that we're privileged to serve, we want to continue to do more um, in our community and serve more. And the opportunity to have Wendy sit next to me and to see his promises in this in come to fruition in, and this is just one of the many miracles we call them miracle moments that happen over and over again um, and so we invite people to to consider how they can enter into either down home or nonprofit work in the community we truly strive to be boots on the ground for the Lord and thank you for the time to be able to be here today oh yeah and what, what would you say to people because we have a wide listening audience of how they can help your organization. We invite you to check us out online, but also come in for a tour. Come and learn more about who we are, what we do. It is unique, intentional, and extensive. Our process is like nothing else in the community. And the only way you can really see how you can enter into more is by coming and checking us out. Um, And as I said, the Lord is on the move and the spirit is on the grow, and I'm not exactly sure. It's exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time, and we invite people to consider how they can be part of it. Congratulations to you, wonderful <laughs> award. I hope that your kids will appreciate you all the more you. and everyone else. And, Wendy, God bless you. Thank yeah. you so much for being with us today. Thank you. All right. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. This is Father Bo Brown from the Diocese of Duluth. A lot of times, us as, as Catholics, we we struggle with the Holy Spirit because the, the Father is so approachable. He has a name that's very uh, that we all know, right, that we can relate to and the Son as well. And when you get the Holy Spirit, oftentimes He can take this, this kind of back seat in our relationship with God. And we see early on in the, in the book of Acts and uh, in the disciples in the early life of the church, we see how they live with the Holy Spirit and they express to us what it's like to live with Him and how He both sanctifies what they do and their ministry and gives them special gifts and also how He sanctifies their own lives. And they talk about how the Spirit brings uh, certain effects in their life, like joy and peace, patience, kindness, generosity, self-control. So I think it's good for us to think about today. What's our relationship with the Holy Spirit like? Is He a real person in our lives? We have the same kind of relationship with Him that we have with the Father and the Son. 
As you think about your future, there is one more thing you can do. Write or update your will and estate plan. If you pass away without a plan, all you have worked for in life, both financially and emotionally, will be decided and divided by someone you may have never met before. We have some tools to help you in your planning. For more information, please visit our plan-giving website at rprlegacy.org or call Mike at 701-290-4503. Let's get started.